And good morning, guys. Good morning, good morning. If you can hear me on live spring, act like you're honking your car. Just kidding. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get into service, but before we do that, uh, the lawn is open for all of you that are here in your cars. You will need a mask the whole time, but we have masks for you. So if you feel comfortable, you can come sit on the lawn six feet apart and come worship together at a distance. If not, you can stay in your car. That's totally fine. Uh, we actually have bathrooms for emergency use only. Uh, we would like you not to use the restroom, but we understand there's sometimes emergencies. So if you have to, go through those doors in the back there. We'll have somebody out there to let you in to use the bathroom for that emergency situation. Um, uh, no honking uh, unless we ask you uh, because we want to be respectful of our neighbors. If you feel too hot or too cold in your vehicle, you can always turn it on, turn it off, roll down your windows, whatever you need to be comfortable. Um, so actually we want to pray for you during this service. We've been doing this every week. So if you have a prayer request this morning, you can text the number 253-896-5433. I'll, I'll say that again. It's 253-896-5433. And we always want to pray with you this morning. We want to, any prayer requests you have, we're going to bring it later on the service. We're going to share those prayers. So if it's something you don't want your name involved, but just want prayer for it, make sure you say that. Uh, we'll try to leave names out of it, but this is a time that, and even you are watching online, just text us in at that number and we'll pray for you later in the service. So let's pray and get in the service. Well, Jesus, we thank you. We come to hear from you. Lord, we come to submit at your feet and we say, Jesus, would you show up? We're here for you. We're not here for our own personal gain, for our own agenda. We're here for you, Jesus. We're here to hear from you. Lord, would you speak to us? Let us not come with our own, Lord, we need you to do this, but let us come with an open heart and say, Jesus, do what you want to do. Would you teach us what you want to teach us? Lord, this morning we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.
chilly but it's great you know what yesterday it was pouring rain god is a god of miracles it's not raining today come on love it got a couple of announcements for you uh first if any of these announcements uh, if it speaks to you if you want to sign up for any of these things uh, you can go to our website at lifespringfs.com and you can sign up for any of these things that we're about to discuss anytime it's great uh, we have a mid-service home group uh, midweek service home group so we've been, I don't know if you guys have seen the midweek services on Wednesday nights. It's been amazing that uh, Braden's been doing, and I just love it. And Ashley's been helping him as well, and they're being, they've been powerful. So what we want to do is we want to start doing a midweek home group to talk about these the service. Uh, Braden is preparing some notes for everybody that you can get. And our goal is because now we can meet with five people in our homes right now, five people. And so we would like for you guys to... Find five people you can do this with. Um, it doesn't have to be on Wednesday night. It can be any night of the week. But it'll be based off of the service that Braden does on Wednesday nights. 
and he'll have notes for everybody to go over. So if that sounds like something that you want to do, you can reach out. If you've never done a live group before, that's fine. Um, this is great. This would be a great way to get started. So if this is something that you're interested in, you can sign up for that on our website, or you can email us at info at lifespringfs.com, and we will get you signed up for that. We have a next level class tonight online at 6 o'clock. Uh, Pete Wilmot, he's going to be leading us tonight through God's plan for his people, and that means you. And so if you want to sign up for this class, you can do that today at, life, at the website. You sign up for this class, it's tonight. It starts at 6 o'clock, and it's going to be a powerful night. Uh, I was at the last one, and it was amazing, so let's do that. All right, uh, next week, June 27th. Uh, Saturday, June 27th, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., we have a work party right here. Uh, we love our brothers and sisters here at Integrity Life. We want to be, we want to foster that relationship, build on that relationship, and to do that, we want to have a work party right here. We're going to be partnering up with them, and we're going to be doing some guard work, and just, so if you want to be a part of that, 9 a.m. on the 27th, right here, Saturday, and from 9 to 12. It'll be pretty simple. We're going to be doing, like, a lot of bark, and you know, not anything too heavy, so anybody can do it. There's a four-square prayer event coming up, committing to justice and reconciliation. Our president, Randy Remington, has called Foursquare Family to three days of prayer, fasting, and lament, starting tomorrow and culminating in a prayer service on Wednesday, June 17th at 5 o'clock. We want to encourage you to join us in prayer and join us in fasting over the next three days and to commit to being part of the prayer service on Wednesday. And there will be, a, if you go to the foursquare.org homepage, there's a link to that online prayer service. Today we will be doing communion again. Um, we've been, I've been loving doing communion every Sunday. It's been amazing and powerful. And so we're going to do it again today. So if you're at home watching, I want to encourage you, this is the time to go ahead and get your juice and your bread together and join us in communion later on in the service. Uh, we have our offering today and four ways to give. As always, you can give, uh, you can mail it to us. You can give online at the website. You can text 84321 for that. Or on the way out today, you can drop it off in the basket, as always. And so I just want to we'll pray for that in just a moment. But also, don't you just love marriage? Amen. Come on, marriage is great. And so whenever somebody uh, comes into our lives that says, hey, you know what? I want to get married. We just love that. We want to celebrate that. And so we wanted to congratulate Josiah. He just got recently engaged. Uh, Father God, we're just so grateful just to be able to give to you this morning. We love this part of this act of worship. We give to you our best. Or you asked for our first, so we give to you 10% this morning. We give to you out of a place of joy, not out of a place of fear, but out of a place of joy. So we give to you this morning, so we thank you for that, God. Just bless that money as it travels through this entire community, through this entire world. It's going to bless people in the name of Jesus. We just pray for Josiah right now and his new fiance. I just love this, God. We just pray for blessings upon this relationship, Lord. We pray for protection upon this relationship. Just be with them through this entire process, Lord. We just love you so much. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Josiah. Um, I've been waiting a long time to say this. So let's go ahead. If you're in the grass, let's stand up as, as we continue to worship. Yay! Thank <laughs> you. 
5433 and, and we'll make sure in a little bit we'll, um, we'll read through that and uh, as the Lord leads we'll hopefully be able to share uh, those two words I felt like there's at least two words that the Lord um, I just felt like it was coming from the cars as well that it was a uh, just welling up within you an encouragement from heaven above for his people today so if that's confirming something in you right now that uh, we would just trust that the Lord is speaking and uh, be faithful to share that and we'll share that in just a little bit morning church we've been uh, celebrating communion every week that we've been here and it's a it's a wonderful experience to do that and remember what jesus did for us and um, uh, just a little backdrop jesus is in the upper room with his disciples real quick and he's sitting there and his disciples have been with jesus for three three and a half years and seeing all kinds of miracles and now they're in the upper room, not knowing that in a couple days he was going to be crucified on the cross. But during the dinner, and it was a great dinner with him and the fellas, and uh, suddenly he, um, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread. And by the way, we have these to-go community cups. And so you take this, the top film layer off for the wafer, and then there's another little opening for the juice, for the wine. So... Um, make available there and for you folks that are at home uh, go ahead and get your uh, your cracker your wafer and some juice so as they were eating Jesus took the bread and he blessed it. he blessed it and he broke it into pieces and he gave it to the disciples and he said take take it this is my body this is my body and then he took the cup of wine and he gave thanks again. And he gave it to them. And they all drank from it. And he said to them, this is my blood, which confirms the covenant. Covenant means unbreakable promise. The promise that he will love us, that he was going to die on the cross, that his body was going to be beaten, and his blood was going to be shed for all of us. All of us. Around the world. All of us between God and his people, it is poured out as a sacrifice for many. I tell you the truth, I will not drink wine again until I drink a new wine in the kingdom of God. And then with Jesus, with the 12 disciples, with the 12 disciples, they all joined in a song and sang a hymn. It's gotta be pretty awesome sound, Jesus and the, and the, and the fellas singing a hymn. So would you take your wafer there? And as Jesus said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Take and eat and do in remembrance of me. Take and partake. And likewise, Jesus took the cup and he blessed it and gave thanks. And he said to them, this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. Take and partake. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you did. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our lives, in our country, around the world. Lord, we praise you. We love you. And we give this day to you. 
but thank you for saving us. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. More life spring. Uh, we, we're gonna pray. Uh, we're, so we got some prayer requests sent in, so we're just gonna pray and uh, we believe God is here. So, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for this time of worship. Lord, I thank you that you're speaking. You're speaking to each of us right now. Uh, Lord, would you just continue to uh, make our ears open? Would your Holy Spirit just continue to reveal things to us? Lord, uh, right now uh, we got a prayer text in that we pray for Washington, that we pray for. Or specifically our state, Lord, in the area that there be peace and there be love, Lord, that there be peace and love in our state of Washington, Lord, that right now there's times, uh, in these times, there's, there's, it's hard to find that right now, but Lord, we do pray for your peace and your love to fall over our state, and not, Lord, not only our state, but our country, Lord, our world, we need your peace, we need your love, so Lord, would you fill uh, us up to show the love of, of Christ to people around us? No matter what they look like, no matter what they do, that we would show the love of Jesus to everyone around us. Lord, I pray for the people here uh, that are struggling, that are struggling, that, that they can't hold on anymore. Or they're, they're going back to old addictions. They're, they're contemplating on whether this life is worth living. Lord, we pray right now that your power and your spirit would hit those people. Lord, that your plan for them would be revealed, that you have a purpose for each person here. That, Lord, the circumstances around us may look bleak, but, Lord, you, in you we have joy. In you we have hope. In you we have purpose. In you we have everything we need, Jesus. Only in you. So, Lord, we come to your feet. And I just pray right now, those of us who are feeling that way and those of us who are great right now, that we would all lay ourselves down at your feet and say, Jesus, thank you. We give thanks in all circumstances. No matter what's going on around us, we give thanks and we praise you, Jesus. Lord, would you continue to speak into our lives. In Jesus' powerful name, amen. If you have a Bible uh, accessible either on your phone or in physical, would you turn to Luke 11, 1 through 13. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me, the door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get, get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? 
or if he asks for an egg, then give him a scorpion. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Thank you, Josiah. Thank you to the whole team here. This is not a uh, easy thing to pull off every Sunday. We have an amazing team here. In fact, uh, Ryan, our worship leader, yesterday he had to call in uh, and say he wasn't going to be able to be here because his dad is extremely sick. And so Ryan had to make an emergency stop down in Oregon. And uh, we're praying for his dad and continue to pray for his dad for his healing. But also just a huge thank you to Ashley and Josiah for stepping it up. And uh, with our horns, can we just uh, appreciate them and show them how much we appreciate them? Yeah, amen. Uh, this is a big deal. Uh, so many people working very, very hard. Also, thank you. Uh, one of you sent in a text that I wanted to read. Uh, it's from Second Chronicles chapter 15. But in their distress, they turned to the Lord, the God of Israel, and sought him, and he was found by them. One nation was being crushed by another, and one city by another, because God was troubling them with every kind of distress. But as for you, be strong, and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. And she writes, These verses speak of distress, but in their distress they turned to the Lord. God was troubling them with all kinds of distress. They were also told to be strong, told to not give up. They sought the Lord, and he was found by them. And listen, church, she writes, Today, when you feel or think that all is lost, there's no hope. You must not give up. You must keep seeking the Lord. Yes. You will find the Lord in all your distress. Hallelujah. Our God does reign. Amen. 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 Thank you for sending that in. So powerful. I want to thank you all for being here today. I want you to know that we are praying for you every day. Our team meets. Uh, we've been having a Zoom call every morning, and we're praying for you. I also want to thank you for praying for us. The work continues here at LifeSpring. Uh, we're continuing with our financial support of the Ferris Church plant over at Nine Mile Falls. Ferris's, if you're watching this on Facebook, we love you. We're praying for you. We believe that all of God's plans and purposes that he has for that community, for Nine Mile Falls, but also for your family, they will be accomplished in the mighty name of Jesus and all God's people said, amen. amen. We're also excited to be continuing to move with uh, LifeSpring uh, location over in Fredrickson, which is just south of here. We plan on having that opened hopefully uh, within uh, the next 10 to 12 months. So keep on praying for that. Our relationship uh, with Integrity Life keeps on moving forward. Uh, aren't you excited to be at Integrity Life Church? Yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, we've already been able to partner with them with their food program. We uh, have helped with yard work. We have that work party coming up uh, in a couple weeks. We were able to financially help so they could get a riding lawnmower. That's why the lawn looks so nice, which is exciting. Uh, we've also, uh, this week, our leadership is going to be uh, having a Zoom call with their leadership to talk through some of the things going on. 
and we also have a joint prayer service that we're planning to do together with them. So exciting and, and, and it's really encouraging to see that work continue. Uh, I've been blessed by our midweek services that uh, our young adults have been doing, led by Braden, but also with Ryan and Josiah and Ashley and, and the whole crew. Uh, thank you guys for what you're doing. Uh, our men's Zoom, our women's Zoom, our life groups, our next level classes. Thank you, Pete Wilmot for what you've been doing uh, there tonight. He's teaching again. There's still time for you to sign up for that. But just in many ways, we're moving forward. In fact, just as before I got up here, I was talking to uh, a pastor of LifeSpring in Ghana, and we were pleased to announce that we have appointed the new pastor for the Anya Market branch of, Force, or of LifeSpring Ghana. Uh, please be praying for them to be able to meet. Uh, their government requires the temperature checks and so they need to be able to buy the uh, temperature ones that go over your forehead. So be praying that the Lord provides for that. But we're moving forward. And, and I just say as we continue to move forward, it's so important for us to be praying for one another. Yes. Again, thank you for praying for us. We're praying for you, but I also know you're praying for us. Uh, I was getting ready and I came out of my office and Emily Faber stopped me. And she said, Pastor, can I pray for you? And her prayer for me was like living water on a barren <laughs> desert land. And just thank you for praying for us. And we will commit to continue to be praying for you. It is a volatile time in our country with everything going on as we continue to face the very serious effects of COVID-19, but also as we respond and as we address the very real issue of racism and inequality and injustice that still exists in our country. Church, it's an important time to pray. Amen. Uh, prayer is not just something for little kids. It's not just the elementary things of the faith. It's the most important thing we could be doing during this season. It's not the, well, I guess now all we can do is pray. Prayer isn't our last resort. It's our first resort, our middle resort, our last resort. Prayer is uh, the language of God's people. So yes. let's continue to pray. And that leads me into a wonderful segue. Don't you know that today's message from Luke chapter 11 is on the Lord's Prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for your perfect timing. Yeah. Amen. So here it is. Let's dive into it. One day, Jesus is praying at a certain place. When he finishes, one of his disciples, I love this question. They're like, hey, Lord, John's disciples, like John has the disciples, he's teaching them how to pray. So Lord Jesus, teach us how to pray. So Jesus comes to them and he says, okay, here you go. And I can just picture this scene, right? He says, okay, well, this is how you pray. And don't you know, when Jesus started speaking, don't you think, in your mind's eye, don't you think that the disciples leaned in just a little bit when Jesus was about to open his mouth? Like, oh, here we go. Here we go. This is one of those uh, teachings of Jesus. So, so they leaned in, and this is what Jesus said. When you pray, pray this. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Father, forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And Father, lead us not into temptation. Now the problem for us, I've said this many times, if you've been at Livestream for any amount of time, you'll hear me say this, that when we read something that's this familiar, when we hear it, what do we do? We just kind of tune out, don't we? Well, I've heard that one before. Oh, yes, another sermon on the Lord's Prayer. And yet, I just encourage you, don't do that today, church. The Holy Spirit is giving us fresh manna today, a fresh word for us today. 
He's speaking, and as the Lord speaks, would each one of us today, right now, whether you're in your car or whether you're on Facebook or in the lawn, would each of us make the conscious decision to lean in and hear what he might have to say? Because he's telling us, Father, hallowed, holy is your name. Father, you and you alone are God. You, you're set apart. You're the only one who has made the heavens and the earth. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Let your kingdom, let, let my life be full of your kingdom. Let my life, who I am, my, my words, my actions, may it be full of your plans, your purposes, your fruit, your will, the will of your kingdom being done in my life, fully expressed in and through me. That you'd give us this daily bread. That I would trust you as your people trusted you. Remember in the wilderness and they trusted you for that daily manna that we would trust that you would be a daily provision that you would give us in this moment all that we need that we would even declare to the world even though they call us fools we say we still believe he is the great provider and he will provide for our needs. Jesus, forgive us of our sins. Father God, be merciful on us. Forgive us of our sins not from our pride, from, from a place of humility on our knees. By the way, if you haven't been on your knees in the last few months, I'd encourage you, if you can, be on your knees before the Lord. Cry out for his mercy. Cry out because of his grace and say, Father, forgive us of our sins. Where I've fallen short, Father. Where I've missed the mark, Father. Where I've sinned, sin, church. Whether they be sins of commission, actions that I've done, or sins of omission, right? Sins were not what I did, but what I didn't do. Father, forgive me of my sins. And may I also forgive everyone who sins against me. Father, we need your help to be able to forgive those who sin against us. Your word tells us if we do not forgive others their trespasses, our Father will not forgive our trespasses. So, Father, teach us, show us how to forgive one another. And Father, lead us not into temptation. This is the cry of my heart. I hope this is fresh for you today, church. Lead us not into temptation, but God, keep us from the evil one, but lead us, but lead us into your goodness, by your goodness. Lead us, Father, by your spirit, lead us. Direct our path, direct our steps, guide us, Lord, lead us, that we will be led by your goodness into your goodness, into all that you have for us. Amen. Oh, how I love that prayer. Oh, how I love that prayer. It's so powerful to me when you really look at it, right? When you take it away from just ritual or routine, it is a life-changing, life-transforming prayer. Now, I know maybe some of you have this similar experience. In the church that I grew up in, you said that every Sunday. Anybody grow up in a church like that? Right? Absolutely. You say the prayer and you ended up memorizing it. But the issue is, right, different denominations had different phrases, and whether you were Protestant or Catholic, maybe you had some different parts uh, to it, but I grew up at Wabash Presbyterian Church. Anybody know? Come on, praise the Lord, Wabash Presbyterian, and this is how we said it at Wabash, and so if you know it, please say it with me. It went something like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. 
Amen. In this season, that prayer feels very powerful. It's as if I've never prayed it before. It's become so powerful because of the current climate in our country. This prayer, this thing that I've been saying since I was a little kid, it just seems so powerful. Again, holy God, we need your kingdom to come. This comes from our hearts today. It's not lip service, right? This is coming from the depths of who we are. Holy God, we need your kingdom to come. We need your will to be done. God, that you would give us your bread. You would nourish our bodies today. God, we need your forgiveness, but we also need you to show us how to forgive others. We are desperate for you, God, and be a good God. Don't lead us into temptation. Don't lead us into the path of the evil one, but you lead us by your goodness. You lead us by your righteousness. You lead us by who you are, by the kingdom of God. Would you lead us today into true life everlasting? Oh, how we need you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 You know, I've thought a lot about some of this this past week, that in many ways this is a season. I don't know if you'd agree or not, but for me, it's a season of going back to the basics. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like just the basics of your faith. Basics like the Lord's Prayer. Lots of that more frilly stuff, it's been stripped away. (laughs) And so many of the things of life, have been shaken and have seemingly disappeared. So the basics of our life and the basics of our faith in Christ, they've become more powerful than maybe ever before. The basic building block of prayer, right? Building our lives on prayer. I was thinking about the basic building block of worship. I mean, how could you make it through this season without worship, right? There's times when my brain just can't figure it out. My sentence structure can't even figure it out, but my spirit can just worship the Lord. And he begins to speak his peace and his joy and his perfect will over my life through worship. And then that basic building block of the word of God. Aren't you thankful for the word of God? Aren't you thankful we can stand on the truths of the Bible. The Bible, man, the words in the Bible, aren't they just leaping off the page? I don't know about you. It's as if uh, I've never read the Bible before. The words are jumping off the page, going back to the basics. As our lives continue to be changed and rearranged, as the things that we thought were sturdy are broken, as the things we thought were unshakable and unmovable begin to disappear, as we try to move forward and respond in this godly Christian way to the pains and the cries of a hurting world around us. I've witnessed that many of us are just saying, we got to come back to the basics. There's a, there's a movement. I believe that. There's a church that's rising up saying, we got to come back to the basics of prayer and worship and the Word of God. I truly sense and believe that there's an awakening in God's church in this moment. I, I believe we are allowing ourselves, we're giving ourselves permission to truly hear the voice of God. It's a spiritual awakening, and it actually encourages my heart. Going back to the basic. What does that look like in your life? Think about that as you're walking through your days, as you're walking through this season of life. What does that look like? As your life shifts, as it changes, I, I want you to think about that. Consider that as I'm speaking. How can you incorporate the basics of your faith? into your daily rhythm? Do you have time 
for the Lord in this season. I hope you do. In fact, even as I'm speaking, if the Holy Spirit has given you ideas, given you thoughts how you can incorporate prayer, worship, and the Word, write it down. Don't let this just be an emotional time, but a practical time of intentionality, walking, growing in the Lord. Write it down. So the disciples, here they are. They ask Jesus how to pray. He answers them. But this is what I love about going verse by verse. And if you've been at LifeSpring for any amount of time, this is my favorite thing to do. Because on Sunday mornings, as you go verse by verse, you, you get the sense how these smaller passages fit into a larger narrative. So we get to learn today, and aren't you excited to learn how the Lord's Prayer fits into a larger narrative and larger story of the Bible. Because Jesus, he teaches them how to pray, but then he keeps teaching. And listen to what he says next. Verse 5, he says, suppose you have a friend, disciples, and you go to him at midnight, and you say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked. My children and I are in bed. I can't get up, and I can't give you anything. Verse 8, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you bread because of friendship, Yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, again, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, speaking to us. He says, so I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, life spring, the door will be opened. So that's pretty amazing. I love that passage, but I don't want us to overlook the placement of it all. Please track with me if you can. If you're sleeping, maybe open your eyes. Just track with me here, because this is right after Jesus' teaching on the Lord's Prayer. Right? Luke records that Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray, but then now he gives them an example to back up his teaching. Is that making sense? He's done this before. Just the chapter before this, chapter 10. There's an expert of the law. He asked Jesus. Remember, he said, what do I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, we've all heard this before. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your strength, your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. But then when the man asks Jesus and gets clever and says, well, who is my neighbor? Jesus goes in with a parable of the Good Samaritan. So he takes that concept of loving God and loving others, loving your neighbor, and then he drives it deeper with this parable of the Good Samaritan. You see the same pattern here, don't you? Chapter 11, right? Here's how you pray, our Father who art in heaven. But then to drive the point home, he goes a little deeper, doesn't he? He goes into this great story of a man who just keeps asking and knocking and knocking and knocking on the door. It's pretty powerful. Ask, it will be given to you. Seek, you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks that door will be opened. One of the last sermons I preached at the retirement home before COVID shut down those services was on this exact passage. Ask, seek, and knock. It's an encouraging passage of scripture, but when you pair it, and please follow with me, when you pair it with the Lord's Prayer, in my opinion, it takes the Lord's Prayer to another level. I wanna show you what I mean. 
So with this passage that I just read at the forefront of our minds, so we're trusting that everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks on the door, that door is going to be open for them. Now I want us to pray that Lord's Prayer together again. But as we pray the Lord's Prayer, church, again, I want us to remember as LifeSpring Foursquare, confident that everyone who asks what? They receive. And the one who seeks what? They find. And that one who is knocking on the door, guess what? That door is open. So we're going to pray the Lord's Prayer together. Together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. It's powerful, isn't it? I mean, it's powerful because now, see, we're not just praying. This is so important. We're not just praying as the world sometimes prays. You know how the world prays, right? It almost sounds more like wishful thinking. Like, I hope that, you know, somebody somewhere out there might hear it. You know, I'll just throw a bunch of words out there and see if one sticks, right? Like, well, I hope maybe someday his kingdom will come. Like, I, I just hope maybe I might have enough for today. Maybe he'll forgive me. Maybe if I'm a good boy or a good girl, maybe you'll forgive me. Maybe I'll be able to forgive people. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if it's actually going to happen. But maybe if I'm lucky, right, maybe if I play my cards right, maybe I won't be led into that temptation. Maybe if I just kind of go down the right street and not the wrong. Maybe, maybe, no, church, this ain't a wishful thinking maybe kind of prayer. We are confident that even as many of us, including myself, are physically and emotionally exhausted, we're tired, and yet we are confident in our faith that we always receive what we ask for. We find what we're looking for, and there is no way that door is being shut in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and all God's people said, Amen. 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 I, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what this looks like in your life. But church, be confident. Be confident in your faith. The Lord always hears and answers that prayer of faith. Okay, let's move on. Jesus keeps talking. Oh, I love how Jesus keeps talking. Amen. Keep on speaking, Jesus. This is what he says, verse 11. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, we'll give him a scorpion. If you then know, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, listen, church, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Yes. How much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Church, as you continue to navigate this season, I just think this is one of those promises you got to hold on to. Whatever you're facing today, and I and I know you're facing things today. I, I made the mistake this week to take two weeks off or take two days off. I say it was a mistake to take two days off because I've been working so hard that my body hasn't had time to acknowledge how exhausted it is. And so when I had a chance to breathe, when my body had a chance to come down, it was not pretty. 
It was ugly. I mean, I thought and I felt every emotion and every feeling in the book over those two days. In fact, in many ways, I'm very proud of myself for even being here this morning. Many of you, whether you're watching on Facebook or here today, you know exactly what I'm talking about. As you navigate this season, as you're navigating all the ups and downs in your own life, and yet all of us, whoever you are, whatever your name is, we got to hold on to this truth. That as we pray to him, our father who are in heaven, as we pray to him, we must believe he is a good father who gives good gifts. Do you believe that today, church? That he's a good father. Does that Chris Tomlin song only work when the sun's shining and we're on the mountaintop? Or is he always a good father who gives good gifts? That's what these verses that I just read are telling us. That he's a good father who gives good gifts. By the gift, the power of his Holy Spirit that he has given you. Be reminded today, church, that this season is not for your destruction, but it's for your good and it's for his glory. He's a good father. He's a good father who is always faithful to give you what you need. In our daily reading plan, we just read this yesterday, didn't we? Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, that he will give you everything you need according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. 2 Peter 1, 3, one of my favorite verses. By his divine power, what? God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Do you know what everything means, church? That's right, everything. We're, you're smarter than I thought. <laughs> everything. <laughs> He's given us everything we need for a godly life. Do you believe that today? Do you believe that? Church, exercise your faith. Get into the gym, right? Work it out. Spiritually, work this thing out. Exercise your faith. Put your faith in him again. Don't wait for a magic trick or don't wait just for something magically to happen to you. No, you put in the faith. You say, I right now, Dan Allen Burst, I believe and I trust right now that by the power of the Holy Spirit, right now, God is giving me everything that I need to live the life that he has called me to live. Put your name in there. I am putting your name. Right now, I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit that my God, my good Father, is giving me everything I need to do everything that he has called me to do. As much as we have been tempted to feel like we're lacking, as much as sometimes we're tempted to believe that this is a season of scarcity or not enough, remember who you are in Christ. And in Christ, you have everything you need. Everything you need, church. Everything you need. In my prayer times with the Lord, as I've cried out to him, I hope this encourages some of you. The Lord has given me a picture. He's shown me that this is a strategic, intentional, purposeful season. Yes. And what he's shown me is an image of a garden. A garden. He reminded me of my, my little Addie a couple of months ago. She was helping me with my raised beds in the backyard, getting us ready to plant some vegetables. And he reminded me that this was a season where he was removing some weeds. He was tilling the soil and he was planting seeds. Removing the weeds, tilling the soil, and planting seeds. And he was speaking to my heart. He was speaking about my heart. But he also reminded me that it's his garden. This is so important, church. His perfect garden. And in his garden, we have everything we need. 
This is the truth. Be encouraged today. It's his garden. And in his garden, in his time, good things will grow. Good things will grow. The field might look empty. Right? Your, your field, it might look empty. In fact, when you look out at the field, it might just look like a lot of dirt. Just dirt after dirt after dirt. But the Lord says, do not grow weary. The Lord says, do not lose heart. Because by the power of the Holy Spirit deep within you, deep within that soil, right now, even today as I'm speaking, deep within that soil is everything you need to grow and to flourish and to become all that Jesus has called you to be. Yes. See, I don't want any of us to miss this sacred moment by letting things like bitterness, envy, or wrath invade that garden. Church, do not let any of those things invade that garden. It is so tempting to let anger get the best of us in this season. It's tempting, but do not let sin entangle you. Do not let any impure spirit lead you. Do not let the news cycle or social media posts be what feeds you. This season can be a holy, sacred moment where God can illuminate and expose the darkness. Not just the darkness around us, but expose the darkness that might be creeping into us. Allow him to expose the darkness, not just in the person to your left or to your right, but any area within you that is rebelling against the Lord, whether it's your thought pattern or your speech that we would use this moment. It's a sacred moment, a holy moment to allow him to expose those things. He is the ultimate master gardener and he knows how to make your garden grow. And the pruning he's doing in your heart, the pruning that he's doing in my heart, it's not for my destruction, it's for our good. It's not so that we wither up and die, church. It's so he's making room so we can thrive. Don't miss it, church. He's for us and he loves us. This is a season in so many ways of God opening our eyes and our ears to teach us, to correct us, to train us, to equip us. Why? For the good works, the good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. The good works that he's prepared in advance for you to do. So if you're struggling today, come to the Lord and pray. Pray to the Lord. If you're having a good day, if, if, if actually this season you're doing well, bless you and I'd encourage you, pray. Right, Whether your heart is full or whether your heart is broken, would you pray? Would you pray and ask and seek and knock and pray without ceasing? Pray that God would have his way in the garden of your heart. Give him permission to do a good work in you. Why? So that you can do the good works that he's called you to do. That his kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven in you. But not just in you, but also through you through you oh church i mean because come on like i'm almost done here but you just know that the lord has good things in store for us here at integrity life church right i I don't even have to say that we we've all been sensing that we we haven't even been able to meet in the building and yet we feel it as a pastor i feel it as a staff we feel it as a leadership team we feel it so many of you here we feel it we know that our best days are ahead of us. It's crazy to think about now, but a year and a half ago, if half of you weren't even a part of live stream back then, but a year and a half ago, at the beginning of the year, do you remember what I said? I said, this was a new season. I said, 
This is the dawning of a new day at Life Spring. Oh my goodness, I had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, no idea. No idea. I, I didn't know that we'd be sending one of my very best friends, Pastor Wayne Ferris and his family over to plant a church in Nine Mile Falls. I didn't know we would be sending Jeremy down to Fredrickson to start a new Life Spring down there. I didn't know that we'd be leaving North Hill, a place that we've been at for 11 years, a place that we love, a place that where we've thrived and, and just enjoyed the presence of God. I didn't know we were leaving there to come to Integrity Life. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know what I was talking about. But guess who knew? God knew. God knew. And God still knows. He knows his plans and his purposes. And not only does he know his plans and purposes for us collectively as a church, as a community of God, but listen, I hope you can receive this today. He knows his plans and purposes for you, each one of you. He knows you by name and he knows that he has called you. He has prepared in advance good works for you to do. Whatever you're navigating, whether it's in your life or your career or your family, he's not just around you. He's not just up there somewhere in the distance. He is in you. And by the power of his Holy Spirit, he's going to help you walk through this season. And you just got to hear this today, church. He is extremely confident and very sure in his plans for your life. I want to say that again. Even though sometimes we feel like, oh, man, I'm kind of shaking and everything around me feels like it's falling apart. God is not hiding, shaking in the corner somewhere. He is not a coward. He is very strong in his plans and his purposes for your life. He's excited about your life. He's excited about giving you good things from a good father. He's excited that he's going to receive glory in your life. Glory in your life. So pray like never before. Ask, seek, and knock. Pray that his kingdom will be done. His will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Pray. Pray as if you were confident that he's giving you everything you need. Ask in the name of Jesus. Seek and knock in the name of Jesus. Press in and press on. You know, last week I said this, and I think it's just so true. Some of you during this season have taken the enemy's best shot, and yet you're still standing. That's why as your pastor, it's emotional for me to see so many of you here today. It's been so emotional to see so many of you following us on Facebook and joining us in these communities, because I know the devil has been at work and then here's the deal, like the enemy, he, he thought he had defeated you. Where he'd given you his best shot to steal, kill, and destroy. And yet look what the Lord is doing. The Lord is bringing beauty from ashes. He's showing you that what the enemy meant for evil, God is turning for your good. We're still standing and we're moving forward. Don't let your social media feed convince you that this is a wasted season. I think we're all tempted to buy into that lie, but that is a lie from the pits of hell. That, church, I hope you can receive this today. You're filled, I get it. With the natural eye, it looks like it's barren. But with your spiritual eye, would you look again at your field? Would you look again at your life? And with the Lord, would you just give him permission right now to show you once again that your garden is bursting with potential. The ground is permeated with the life-giving seed of God's word by God's spirit. And your garden is ready to flourish. Your garden is ready to flourish. Hold on, church. 
Hold on. Allow that master gardener to keep working the soil. Hold on. Allow that master gardener to keep planting those seeds. Hold on. Allow him to finish the good work that he started in you. Hold on. And as he does his part, you do your part. You church, keep praying. And we're going to be known as a praying church. I love Pastor Joseph from Integrity Life. He says, I can tell you guys are a praying church. We are a praying church. We will not stop praying. We will pray to the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus and yes. confidence and boldness, believing we will receive what yes. we're looking for. We will seek and we will find and we will not trust in a good God. We'll always open that door in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. I simply close with this. I know that this season is difficult. And I know that you're walking through something hard. In fact, let's be honest. Each one of us in our own ways, you're going through something that even the people around you don't truly understand what you're walking through. But God understands. And he is for you. And he is with you. And by his divine power, he is giving you everything you need to do everything he's called you to do. I believe that God's kingdom is on the move and the devil himself cannot stop what God wants to do. It's good, church, because he is always good. He's a good father. So keep believing, keep trusting, keep worshiping, keep reading the Bible, and keep praying as the Lord Jesus taught us to pray. Let's pray together. Oh, Lord Jesus, move in power even in this moment. That our Father, corporate in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen, church. Someone sent in a word earlier today that I wanted to read to you. It says, the Lord says, life's free. My little flock. See, I am doing a new thing, a new thing. So forget past glories. I am the Lord doing an amazing thing among you right now. I am mighty God who does this work for my kingdom, for my glory. Give me glory. Sing praises in the fires of affliction. Oh boy, are we going through affliction. I will bring confusion to the enemy who confronts you. And you are safe on me with solid rock. Amen. And I received a word earlier today during worship myself. And it was this one word. And it was re reconciliation. Reconciliation. So, Lightspring, what does that mean to you this morning? Reconciliation. Maybe it's a reconciliation for a marriage. Maybe it's reconciliation for a relationship with a family member, maybe it's for a neighbor, maybe you're seeking reconciliation with your Abba Father this morning. 
So I want to encourage you to not just say, hey, I need to reconcile this relationship. Don't just say it. God is empowering you this morning to take action and to do it. This morning, on your way home, when you get home, even right now in your vehicles, if there is something that you need to reconcile, do it. Don't wait. Don't wait. Just do it. Father God, we're just so grateful right now just to be here this morning. Your son's been coming out every once in a while and just shining down on us. And in that time, it's just this amazing feeling of just, just your love, just comforting us, Lord. Just this warmth coming over us. God, I just pray for reconciliation right now in our lives. Reconciliation right now going on in our relationships and in our marriages, God. Reconciliation between us and you, Lord. I just pray that you speak to us this morning. Speak to us today. Speak to us tonight about just reconciling these things, God. You have plans for us to prosper. Plans for us that are good, not for evil, for good. And so I just pray for that today. Pray for that reconciliation, Lord. You're such a good father. Mm. This morning, Lord, I just pray for all of our friends who are in Spokane. Uh, we were talking about half of our leadership team today is in Spokane. And yet today, we've had the most people that we've had ever since we've been here, since our outdoor services. So thank you for that gift today, God. You're a God who answers prayers. You're a God of miracles. And we love you so much. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Let's just read this benediction together. This is from Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is in work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. All right, Life Spring, have a wonderful week. We love you guys. We'll see you tonight if you want to join us for the class tonight. We have that at 6 o'clock. Sign up today on the website, lifespringfs.com. And we'll see you Wednesday night for our midweek service with Brayden. And that's going to be amazing. And we just love you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. It's funny. I thought we were the only ones here. <laughs>